Coming up today on the show, we're going to talk some latest Disney news and rumors, and we're going to talk about what rides are worth saving. That's coming up today on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 394 of Traveling with the Mouse. My name is Adam. I'm your host today, and I am joined today, I said today twice, and I am joined by John. One little spark of inspiration is at the heart of all creation. Wait, I thought I said John, not Dreamfinder. Well, I mean, when the topic was going to be, you know. Oh, what rides? What rides are worth should, saving? Are worth saving, you know. Dreamfinder was worth saving, but apparently he wasn't, so. Well, what, what rides in their current state are worth saving? <laughs> oh, we can't go to the past. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe we can. We'll explore that topic in a little bit. In a little bit. That's a teaser for you to keep listening. Well, didn't you say so in the intro? I mean, I, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I did, but that's a te- I'm just saying we're teasing it out even further now. So oh. now you don't skip ahead, though, because you Such never tease. know. So it's just the two of us again today. Two of together us today. nowhere. Oh. All right. Well, let's do some news real quick. Well, we haven't talked about this this one yet much, but the uh, construction at the new Polynesian DVC tower. <laughs> There's is, a reason why we haven't talked about it. <laughs> has gone vertical. It's a pretty big construction site when you see a lot of the photos. Like, it's going quick. Like, they're... This is one of the fastest projects I've seen them do in years. <laughs> Let's hope it stands. Yeah. There's like one wall up uh, in this photo, but looks like it's moving along very quickly. So I, maybe. my hopes are not, I'm, I have zero expectations. <laughs> you think they'll add a monorail station for this DVC tower? It doesn't look only? like it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look like it. No. They talked about it at once upon a time, but it doesn't look like it right now. Yeah, as of now, it doesn't look like it. It's too close to the Grand Floridian, too. It's like you got a five-second stop between. Like That wouldn't make sense, right? It would just slow everything down. Disney is going to have trouble trying to overcome things like the, the money pit that is the Star Cruiser. Right. Speaking of, there's a story there. Pivot to that. Oh, I didn't intend <laughs> for that to be the pivot, but... Pivot! Pivot! But, uh... Pivot. Shut up, shut up, shut up! <laughs> Random references, obscure. Yeah. yeah, most people probably know that one if you're our age. But cast member discounts are coming to Star Cruiser. Yes. 50% or up to 50% on select cruises coming up. So if you know a cast member, they can bring up to three people. <laughs> and you That's get willing to bring off. up to three people. Right. If you want to bunk with a cast member. It's like if you have if you know a cast member that is actually willing to go on a Star Cruiser, yeah, then you've probably you're probably very lucky. Is there a way that you could get a job like Disney, like a part time for like a week, and just so you can book the book a cruise and then quit? <laughs> maybe that's what the maybe that's what this is really all about. They're trying to um, entice uh, people to you yeah. know come to work for them, right? Maybe I could get a remote job. Doing yeah, something for like a week and then book a yeah. star cruise and then quit. 
What kind of remote jobs would they be offering these days? Probably not much. Yeah. Because I mean, Iger wants everybody to come in the office, right? So. Yeah, and also they're cutting 7,000 jobs, so they're probably not hiring right now much. Getting so. a lot of blowback from both from both of these things, so about the wages and about the coming back yeah. into work. Right. That's another story. We're just blowing through the news, man. We're going yeah, fast. I mean, I'm, we we just went we went too fast through that. Sorry. Yeah, a lot of people are complaining about that one. It's, it's fair to, like criticize disney on this one because it it feels it's a feel-good story to say that you know they should pay at least 18 an hour i think bernie sanders jumped in on that that's one of the big big stories that right. caught people's attention this week too uh tom it's not Corliss very realistic though for their from wdwt went in on it too yeah it's just not very list, very realistic from the company's perspective at the moment. I don't think um, it could still it could be done if there are certain things they're willing to do, but they're not willing to do it. So, yeah, I, I'm, this is this is probably Arger's first kind of challenge that he's got to figure out how to handle the PR part of it. Well, especially when the the guys right down the street said they're going to start paying seventeen. I think it was. You talking about Universal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're going to be hiring a lot more people soon, too, for Epic Universe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I don't know. Disney's not in the best spot right now when it comes to we'll see the future. What is the next five years going to look like? i kind of afraid we're going into kind of a darker period of not a lot I, of new I, things. Yeah. As I mentioned not too long ago, I said investment-wise, I would consider Disney a hold at the moment if you got it. Definitely hey, don't buy more. Don't buy company yeah it's a don't buy at the moment yeah and what you got hold on to it for the moment because so i can, wouldn't i wouldn't say they're a sell by any means but they're not a buy at the moment either. can bob Iger take a day off as the ceo of a don't buy company he yeah. probably could because he's not going to be there in two years anyway or less than two years now that's a deep cut too that yeah. was a very deep cut <laughs> reference deep cut there's one person chuckling right now listening to this that i i guess i don't remember that one one that person at least one. He knows who he is. He knows who he is. Okay. I actually spoke to a, very briefly, a message, I should say, a cast member friend of mine regarding this, the Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah. What did that person say? Well, I mean, they just made the comment. I think I said something about how it's not doing well, or I can't remember how I worded it exactly. Yeah. But they made the comment of saying like it was one of the worst things they've done money-wise probably in a while. And really, I don't know if we had revisited this idea at once, but she brought up the idea that it should have been, and like since they had three ships that they were planning on doing, they should have done this for an actual cruise ship. Like they should have made an actual cruise ship be Star Wars themed, or actually have it actually be like a theme to a to a spaceship, maybe. And I'm like, you know what? That actually wouldn't have been a bad idea. I mean, they already had three ships planned. Why didn't they just take one of them and make them a Star Wars themed ship? Maybe they thought that wasn't going to be worth it for. Yeah. For that, I mean, you but, couldn't do the full immersive experience because I guess the idea sure is you're good. in space. How do you pretend you're in space when you walk out on the deck and you're outside? Well, you make it an entirely enclosed ship, possibly with no real windows. With That's no real really windows. Going. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. I just feel like the whole of keeping it on land and charging like it's on sea <laughs> is probably the yeah. problem. I mean, it's a new concept. They just didn't pan out. Pan out that great. I mean, everyone who does it though says it's amazing. Like they loved it. They thought it was a great. Who experience. Who are these people? Well, like the people who can afford <laughs> to do it. 
Right. But, I was going to say, who are these people we're talking about? Are we talking vloggers? Who do you know personally? Well, that's been yeah, I don't know anybody personally. Done See, it, actually. exactly. That's what I'm saying. But Tom Corliss loves can, it. Why I am I say, talking about him so much? But I don't know. But you also mentioned money. So I know good and well, he's, got, he's not hurting for it. Yeah. He can't possibly be. He's done at least three, I think. Lynn Testa's done a couple three. at least. Yeah, he's done three. So far, said. you've you've named two people that have significantly more funds than we do, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, Lynn loved it, though. But, I mean, you, he's like a huge Star Wars nerd. And, uh, Here's the thing with I Lynn, like too, it. though. Yeah. His comments and the initial thing, when he talked about the price point, he named, I don't know how many other things you should do first to, with for that kind of money. Before well, yeah. you should spend it on the Star Cruiser. He did go that far. Right. But that's also from the we perspective of someone who has done all the things he talked about, too. <laughs> sure. I mean, I would love to do one, Disney, if you're listening, because they, they apparently have given out media previews for, not previews, but media, you know, tours for Freebies. people. Right. Or, you know, toss us Even now. something our way, and I'll I'll gladly... <laughs> Well, free uh, is not what they're word. looking for unless it's going to yeah. cause people to spend money. Their biggest issue is they're not going to get people to spend the money that they're asking. They're going to have to come off of it, not yeah. just discount it either. They're going to have to permanently come off of this price Yeah. So <laughs> in order for it to work. So Right. How long is it going to take before they roll out these discounts further? Because so far they've discounted if you stay at deluxe resorts. That was yeah. the only... And then cast member good. now. Yeah. They're, they're, the cast member one's good, but they're still not good. But as we've talked about in the other story, they don't pay their cast members that well. So what cast yeah. member can afford to do it even at a discount? Even rate? at half price? Right. Like, that's <laughs> kind of a weird story. Yeah. Well, maybe what it is is they can take three people with them, right? So maybe what it is, yeah. they, they're thinking they could split the cost. And uh, come out Maybe. better. Like you yeah. take half and then split it four ways. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Cut it in half and double it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know why they're doing that. Sorry, I think I probably kept you from going to another story. No, it, this was good because... I've got nothing. No, no because it's... yeah. What are they going to do next? Because they keep... Kind of inching along with like, okay, well, now let's give kind of like, is DVC members next or pass holders? Like, what what are they? I mean, they're they're trying to hold off as long as they can on actually discounting this thing. But well, yeah, actually backing up because they've never in the history of their existence backed up. I think on the pricing of something, yeah, <laughs> like permanently, other than discounting it, yeah. they've never Once like it's... taken they've never taken the price and made it lower. I don't think. I mean, yeah. I've never heard of it. Once maybe it it's up, happened. It does not come down. <laughs> I may have he- heard of it in the olden days, maybe. I don't know. I, I just don't recall. So I've always only seen Up. Yeah. Up, Up, Up. That's why they made the movie Up. It's talking about their prices. <laughs> they go just as high as the balloons. Yeah. Speaking of, President's Day weekend was last week, and it was crowded, very busy. So busy that Genie Plus... At $29 a person, sold out for the first time at Walt Disney World. It's done it at Disneyland before. Mm-hmm. I think, was it two days in a row as well it sold out? I'm curious. 
does that mean they potentially didn't supply quite as much inventory, you think, as they had in the past? Or do you think it's just because they sold that much more? That's just the weird part because the price is higher and they sold out for the first time. Right. So just think about the comparison. Three, four years ago, three years ago still at this point, you every guest got fast pass option like you could book something mm-hmm. three years later you have to pay for it and not everybody like they're not selling it to everybody so not literally every guest bought it i'm sure no. they're limiting it and yet it doesn't seem to be more effective than fast, fast pass, pass no plus was in fact i mean i've seen pictures of like the ratatouille line they were showing the <laughs> lightning lane return line was so long that yeah. Uh, even yeah so it's it's gotten to a point now once it's now that it's gotten established that even though disney is charging you charging right. us for fast pass it's still probably the busiest line skipper of any of the yeah. other companies Pain. that have line skippers right of course it's also cheaper than most of those but well is it i mean i guess yeah because is is universal's for the day but theirs well, is. Well, I was gonna say it's to hard to it's, it's hard to judge. Yeah. Because they have a price for one that's unlimited, right? And right. I don't know what it is, or off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna cost you more than a lot. Yeah. Dis- a lot than Disney Genie Plus would, but. Yeah, you don't have to book return times. Yeah. You just walk you just on. Show with up. It. Yeah. So I mean, if you're you're actually buying convenience, true convenience, <laughs> with their package. Yeah. That's the difference. Well, Disney so, has that. It's called a VIP tour. <laughs> right, right, right. They, it's but funny. see, see, Universal has a VIP tour as well, which includes that sort of thing. So they yeah. have this and a VIP tour. So right, there you go. So and let me ask you this: If Disney were to say raise the price, yeah, but make it unlimited, Lightning Lanes, would you buy it? Would you buy it then? Well, well, you buy it now, but you mean would you like, buy it? You mean like you could walk on any ride? Yeah, you don't have to reserve a don't time. Have like to you reserve. just show up. If they ever had an option like that, um, you think, I would do it. How much would you pay? <laughs> how much yeah. is your op- how much? I don't even want to tell. I don't even want to put that out there in the universe <laughs> for a just walk up option. Well, honestly, because I think what they're charging now that twenty nine dollars a day is is too much. But again, because you also are, have individual right? But if people are paying it, then. Supply and demand would say the price is not too high. Which, by the way, what was it? It was $29 over this past weekend, right? Yep. Wasn't that high? That seems to be the peak currently. What is the peak for the lightning lane, for the individual lightning lane? That I don't remember. Um, okay. Because didn't it go up to 20? It's probably, it was probably 20 during this time. We talked about for, this last week. We thought it was 20, yeah. So it was probably um, 20 for Guardians and like, the most like. likely, yeah. Probably Rise. So Guardians and Rise are pretty sure they had. Yeah, I'm looking up. Oh, it looks like 20 to 22. So 22 is the highest. See, I mean, Iger backed off on some things, but he didn't back off on this. He increased this, assuming Iger has something to do with it. But he didn't not stop it. He didn't stop it. I mean, not not stop it. Yeah. Well, so the highest price I've seen, I'm just sort of looking... Rise of the Resistance was $22 at one point, but that looks like the highest I've currently seen for Guardians was 17 Speaking of Rise, did you happen mm-hmm. to see that point sometime this past weekend when yeah. 
the wait was like 230 something minutes up on the sign and yet yep. it, the queue was not even outside. Right. <laughs> yeah, they were saying some, like the it had reduced capacity and they had too many lightning lane, individual lightning lane Returns, folks. Yeah. Yeah. So they really severely <laughs> limited that. See, that's the thing. When you put something like individual lightning lane, everybody thinks they got to have it to guarantee themselves a spot. And then that's going to reduce the regular weight, like the actual line, but not the weight. It's going to reduce the line, but not the overall weight because you're just going to be standing instead of walking. Yeah. It's still an issue. Yeah. No matter what. It's not, it's not efficient. Yeah. The genie system works better at Disneyland. In general, it seems like I, I got to be honest though, with FastPass availability, right? With people working that system, I don't know that that would help Rise all that much either. To be honest, I think a lot of people would be still getting the FastPass and working the FastPass system. That yeah. well, didn't knew about it. I don't know that it would help the situation. Is what I'm trying to get at. I yeah. think you would find it a very similar situation. Right. Well, speaking of Disneyland, as I mentioned it, Runaway Railway. They're going to get rid of virtual queue. This was earlier this past week as you're hearing this. I've noticed a theme. Yeah. They seem to be quick to get rid of the individual lightning lanes on already established attractions other places. Yeah. Because they didn't keep it on Ratatouille for very long, and it's established in Paris. Yeah. They didn't keep it on Runaway Out in California because it's already established in Florida. Yeah. The demand may not be there for it either, just in general. I don't know. That may be why. Well, Runaway is pretty efficient for the most part. It never even had to have virtual queue in Florida, right? No. Never they did never happen. did it that way. Yeah. Of course, COVID may have had something to do with that. But Did they even have the invention of the virtual queue at that point? I guess they did because it was yeah. already, already at rise. Because it was. And didn't they at one point toy around with, you know, the, or initially Genie Plus had two rides at every park was individual and it wasn't runaway railway one of those it was runaway and two rides at every park was rides. individual lightning lane yeah initially when it first rolled out it was yeah i think runaway or was because it, it was the newest i can't oh, remember now. i thought runaway did have it for a start with just because it was the newest but maybe yeah. i'm wrong it may have been that in rise maybe when it first and then thankfully that's one of the things they did compromise on during Chapek era was, you know, not having two rides at every park having to be individual purchase. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. But anyway, I was just going to mention too. You saw that little story that I sent about Guardians and somebody riding it multiple times in a row. Yeah. To, okay. Yeah. Tell me because someone did it twelve times in a day, right? Yeah. And they said when it was all said and done that the. Best overall experience was row five, hmm. and that the most intense row was row 10. Right. And that if you were prone to motion sickness, that the best row for you was row one. So it's almost like there's a different experience for middle, I mean, for front, middle, and back, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I know I wrote it in row 10 once, and it was definitely more, it was noticeably more intense. There you go. I'm not sure about the row five thing, though, but that's interesting because I think they said it was a better experience. The reason being because you can actually see more of everything from that particular. I think it's just the moments that you hit the like the turn, the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the moment when you hit each scene is better in the middle, Mm -hmm. apparently. Okay. 
maybe. Do you know if you've even been in row five before? Probably didn't notice, did you? I know I've been row three a lot. I seem to always get row three, it feels like, but... I wonder, you know, like, you know, like you go to begin at the front of a ride and you have them like request the front or even the back in some cases. If you just go up there and specifically, it's like, uh, oh, can I get row five? Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, yeah, um, I guess you could. Okay. Yeah. Well, they have that little waiting area that they make you sit or stand if you wanted row one or row 10. I guess it would be along the lines of requesting, what is it, if you did like, C3 on uh, Soren or something. Great. I want that middle section. Yeah. <laughs> That's the better one. Just because I, I want a straight tower. Yeah. I mean, people always talk about Eiffel Tower on that one, but they the um, pyramids, too, are, are tilted or whatever, curved. <laughs> that one, when you fly over the pyramids, it always looks weird if you're not in the center. So I don't know why they didn't think of that. I don't know what it is about soaring over the world versus soaring over California. I, it's like I don't really, it's, 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 I treat soaring like a we could do it type ride with soaring over the world versus soaring over California. It was almost like a must. Yeah. Back in the day. Right. That's, it's weird. I wish they would. I mean, I, I get why in Florida they don't go back to it, but don't they still at Disneyland occasionally go back to the California? They did. One? But I mean, it's uh, I don't know. they've they've brought it out every once in a while. I guess almost I like a I treat. That. Yeah, that's a cool one. But yeah, what if they? So here's a side topic: if they did that to other attractions, hmm? went back to an original, like say Star Tours. What if you if you could do the original <laughs> with, with Rex? I don't know if you still can, but you could do the original film on right. the cruise ship <laughs> oh yeah yeah well, that's cool it was on the the dream and the fantasy right whenever they redid the or they added the star wars section to the huh. oh I gosh what are the kids club areas called again i keep forgetting one of the like oceaneers yeah. or whatever it was right when they added it to there do hmm. you could actually the 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 film that was on the falcon that you could sit in was the original star, star tours mm-hmm. oh that was interesting. That would have been cool because I remember that. Mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah, obviously, now you have three PO in there, so you couldn't really do a Rex one. But that would yeah, be too hard. You, you couldn't actually have. You didn't actually have Rex on the cruise ship, but right, right. You, you, you saw the film. The, the film. Yeah, yeah. That would be interesting though if they could do. I'm trying to. Think, what else could they do that would be a flashback? Flashback. You mean that they could revert it back to its old self? Hmm. Right, just for like, a, even for a limited time. For a limited time, I don't know of any attractions that have that capability now. The full Country Bear Jamboree show? Yeah, the Country Bear Jamboree. Journey into <laughs> imagination. How would no. you temporarily revert that back to the old version? You couldn't, unfortunately. Yeah. Maybe Mission Space, you could have like those, the Horizons ending thing. No, Mission Space, you could go back to Lieutenant Dan. Oh, okay, you can do that briefly. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I like his, maybe it's because it's what I first did and like wrote the most. Yeah, was why I like memories. his narration better at the beginning. It's your core memory. It's, a simply, it's essentially the same lines. Right. Right? Basically, so, yeah. yeah. Even though I like the new green mission... I do like that. Yeah, where you fly over the world. Yeah, I like having that as an option. That's pretty cool. 
That's the only one I really do now. Yeah, I was going to say, I, do, I just don't... The intensity of orange, I don't know if I want to go through that anymore. Yeah, I don't think, <laughs> I think I don't I'm think, good. I think I, I think I reserve that for my uh, 20s and early 30s. Yeah, I'm done. Well, let's see. Let's Let's do some more. There's a few other quick news stories here. Construction walls are down at Woody's Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. You can kind of see some of the details over the mobile hedges that they put in front of the entrance. Have you seen some of the pictures? It looks kind of like the concept art. It's not much different, so. That's different. Yeah. (laughs) Usually the concept art is way better than the actual finished part. Yeah, usually. It looks pretty similar from what I can tell. Also, they rolled out the reservations for this. And yes. then they stopped it, and then they started it again, and then they kind of spread it out a little bit, which I think was actually a good thing. So, because we had kind of forgotten about this, <clears throat> Jason's going to be there shortly after this opens, and he wasn't able to get anything initially, but then, what was it, like 10 a.m. maybe, or a couple hours later, he got an an easy time for lunch so he's he's got one i booked one just in case i end up going i'm not sure i'm gonna end up going that week but that particular week but um i have one for holding it yep not yet not i could i will cancel well in advance if um if i decide not to go but pricing also is revealed so for lunch it's the same price as dinner the, basically, the menu doesn't change all day, so it's very similar to how, you know, Liberty Tree Tavern and Diamond Horseshoe work, Magic Kingdom. But yes, lunch and dinner are the same price: forty-five bucks for adults, all you can eat; twenty-five for kids, and that's not including tax and gratuity. So, I think that's a little bit more expensive than Liberty Tree, isn't it? That seems like that's on par with a lot of stuff. I mean, the the twenty five for kids is actually a little low. <laughs> is it low though? I mean, they're I not going to eat is. it. <laughs> I know it's it's a little low compared to others. That was what I mean, if I remember right. Unless they reduced that, because there were some kids' prices that were ridiculous. You know, yeah, for pre fee especially. So uh, it's it's a little bit more expensive. Like Diamond Horseshoe, for example, is thirty nine for adults and twenty one for kids. Yeah. So, the price for Woody's is six dollars more for adults and four more for kids. So, well, I mean, they've themed it to appeal to kids, right? So, yeah, maybe that's the you maybe that's think, the difference. You would think barbecue might be a l- little more pricey overall than than the question is: Will it beat Regal Eagle? That's the real question. Because Regal Eagle is not. A set price. <laughs> it's a la carte. That's true. And it's much cheaper and it's quick service and it's fast easier to but get it's in good. and out of there. But it's a good place. So for a family of four, you're looking at one forty pre tax and gratuity without if you add it on drinks like alcoholic I think this probably includes non alcoholic drinks, right? I would hope so. It might I think it does. Anyway. Not bad. I mean, it's, it's, I kind of thought it would be more than this because think like B 
be our guest. Isn't it like $65 for lunch for an adult? And All I know about be our guest is whatever it is, it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much a one and done restaurant for me, I think. Yeah, it used to be worth it for lunch because you could get like the a la carte price. Yeah, it's $60 for adults. And probably 30. 39. Yeah, that's right. Dinner is $67 for an adult and 39 for kids. No, no. Yeah, lunch is also now 67. The price changed. So $67 for a not so great lunch. Yeah, that's terrible. Anyway, this is a much better deal and you probably get much more food and better food for $45. So. Probably. Worth it. We'll see. But still kind of pricey for lunch, right? I mean, the, it's a the jury will be out. For starting out, it's probably starting in the right range. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same food all day, so nothing really changes. So why change the price? Yeah. Unless you gave smaller portions for lunch or something. I'm sure there's a lot of all-day menus now. Yep. Well, while we're at Hollywood Studios, so Rock and Roller Coaster was originally going to go down... Like, what was it, the 24th or something like that? But they kept it open during the busy holiday weekend that was President's Day weekend. So it's down for until, quote-unquote, summer 2023. So whatever that means. But it's expected to be down at least three to six months, potentially. It means it'll probably be back for Memorial Day weekend. You think so? You think that's I think so. Be back? Mm-hmm. I wonder what what might change. I mean, some people are speculating that they'll change the whole theme, but I don't think that's... I think that's too short of a time for that. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, there's not a lot that they have to change, I guess. But, uh, well, there's more, there's more than it seems. Let's just yeah. put it that way, if they were going to do that. Uh, I think the biggest thing is they're giving it a good overhaul because, as we've seen in recent... Memory, it's been yeah. down uh, more often than it's ever been. Right. So yeah, I'm sure they want to give attention. it a good a good refresh. Yep. Yeah. Needs some attention. Kind of like they did when they had Everest down for a while. It had a good refresh. Yeah. All, a lot of people thought the Yeti would be fixed, though. It wasn't. Yeah. Although, I mean, even before then, I feel like Everest was probably one of the more reliable attractions. I don't know, but it's just never had been down like ever for any length of time since it's opening. So I guess it needed it. Yeah. Oh, it definitely, I'm sure, needed it. Um, There's a few other news stories here. Topiaries are showing up already for the Flower and Garden Festival, which start, what? As soon as the Festival of the Arts is over? Which I think Farts is over (laughs) this weekend. (laughs) Well, as you're listening to this, it's already over. Yes. But Flower and Garden starts three days of diet epcot as they call it yeah march 1st so wednesday oh wow so there's like no yeah it's like as soon as it ends they just give it just enough time to switch it over yeah which is yeah i was you know i would have liked to have seen festival of the arts but festival of the arts is already over <laughs> i was gonna say a flower and garden is already starting aren't the topiaries really already being uh groomed they should pretty much be in place i would think or is it just when they start growing them and they're in full they're in full force by yeah. summer? Right. They have them probably out backstage growing, keep maintaining them for every year. 
So another quick story, Narcooses is going to reopen uh, April 1st. It's been down for quite a refurb, quite a long refurb. It's been a really long time, yes. Yeah. And, you know, Grand Floridian, as we've seen, is also under a heavy refurb. So the new menu looks pretty good, but it's going to open April 1st, unless that's an April Fool's joke. <laughs> Could be. But it looks like March 1st you can make your reservations, so be ready. I wonder if Jason's going to try and grab this one again. He's the only one of us that have, has actually eaten it, Narcooses. I've been wanting to for a while, but... What did he think of it? I don't remember. I think he liked it. I don't think it was like... He wasn't super wowed by it, if I remember right. I think he liked it, but it wasn't like... Spectacular. It was Best fine, thing ever. as he would say. It's fine. <laughs> this is fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not, not easily impressed. Mm, there's more after hours dates and pricing. To me, that's not super amazing. But uh, Epcot is now going to be included in after hours starting in June. Would you pay? So this is actually, wow, look at this though. Epcot after hours, June 1st, 15th, 22nd, 29th, July. There's several dates. There's some in August. 139 or 129 is the price but for DVC and pass holders you get a discount down to $99 what a person so you get like 30 or 40 bucks off the price interesting yeah so you get a 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. epcot time and the rides and attractions that will be open are frozen grand fiesta tour that's cool guardians of course got to have that one Living with the Land, Mission Space, Ratatouille, The Seas, Soarin', Spaceship Earth, and Test Track, assuming it doesn't break down. So everything that's a ride. Basically. That's what it sounds like. What 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 is it that's a ride that's not mm, I think everything, I don't see Imagination on there. Oh, that's interesting. I see The Seas. With Nemo and Friends, which, who's going to go pay for an after-hours event and ride the seas? <laughs> who's going to pay people. for that? There'll be like five. Give you a good opportunity to hoot and chief it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> this one's actually intriguing me. I wouldn't be opposed to paying, because we'll be there in June, but are we going to be there for one of those dates I have to see? 99 bucks is not a bad price to get three hours. Uh, although, the idea of riding Guardians over and over again does not excite me. <laughs> really? Uh, but that's your favorite coaster. It's like the best thing to slice bread. I could do it probably twice in a row, and then I'd be like, all right, I can't. <laughs> I'm done. Depends on which seat you get. Yes, but I guess with no crowds, you could probably have your pick. Yeah. Decide whichever one. Like, you want. Uh, I want to ride number five. Now number ten. Now number one. No, that one. Yeah. Try them all. Yeah. Hollywood Studios is also adding new dates from March through June, but the price there is one forty nine for most dates. One thirty nine for a couple of them. One forty five for one or two. The DVC annual pass holder price is one nineteen. There's a few exceptions. There's one that's one oh nine. There's a couple that's one fifteen. I don't know why. The variation. Epcot, the price was the same for 
the pass holder DVC discount was the same. But one nineteen is it worth that for Hollywood Studios? For the number of A list attractions that'll be open, yeah, sure. Is it worth the extra twenty bucks over Epcot's? I, I don't really think any any of them are probably truly worth it for me. But you got to remember, I'm also speaking from the person from the perspective of someone who got to enjoy after hours for free, right back in so, the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Disney has populated the park passes for Parktron previews. So I saw in my app that I have a park pass for Magic Kingdom on that day, even though I've already booked an Epcot as well. So technically, <laughs> I could. Park passes I do. Way. So it's one of the rare occasions where you can get two for the same day. Cheat the system. In a way. So if you're, I don't know that that would count if you're running a challenge. So you could, you could uh, rope one and or rope both of them technically. Hop earlier than usual. Are you really going to need a park pass for each? Does that give you the ability to park hop sooner? Hmm. Yeah, because you could you could walk into Magic Kingdom whenever you want with that, and so same for Epcot. Interesting. So it is cheating. I guess that's one of the reasons why I booked Epcot for that day, knowing that they would give me a Magic Kingdom. So now I have the options. <laughs> I actually have a couple options. It's kind of stupid that they still are limiting the hopping. Yeah. Remember the days when you could just show up and go, mm, I think I feel like going to Epcot today versus I have to go to Epcot today because. Right. <laughs> Remember back when you could, play, you know, make your vacation, come in and say, hey, I feel like going to this park today. Yeah. You can almost do that most days now, but yeah, you still have to book a reservation first. But if you're going on a busy holiday weekend or like if something new, like Happily Ever After's uh, opening or coming back, you know, that would uh, obviously, that's mm-hmm. going to sell out Magic Kingdom or whatever park has some big thing going on that's going to sell out. I hate reservations. Yeah. Park reservations, that is. One other thing I wanted to mention before we move on is we were talking about how janky the app has been lately, even more so than normal. I don't know if I don't know what else. you're talking about. Yeah. My Disney Experience app. You mean crashing randomly? Yeah. It just crashes all the time and it's not very stable. I'm really shocked that this would ever happen with Disney Tech. Yeah. It's not anything new to report, to be honest, but Disney Tech has always had its issues, especially on rollouts. But this yeah. isn't a rollout. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, let's move on to our next to the topic that we were going to talk about, and it kind of centers around, you know, rides close all the time for either like in the case of like Horizons, where it's torn down, built something new on top of it for whatever reason. And test track being replaced or replacing World of Motion. And most recently, of course, Splash Mountain going away, being replaced by Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Yes. What ride, and Mr. Toad is another good example, mm-hmm. being replaced by Pooh. And 20 years later, do you, th- or more than 20 years, but do you think that that was a good choice to get rid of Toad and? Exchange it for poo. 
That's whether that's okay. Asking whether or not it was a good choice. I mean, is, in retrospect, an interesting one. Yeah. Because Honestly, I'd rather have Toad still. To be honest, well, I would too. But that's Most what I'm saying. Say that. But if you ask, was it a good move? At the time, it was. Pooh's pretty popular still. Yeah. The ride's pretty popular, and they needed Pooh in the park. Yeah. So, 23 or 4 years later, when did it actually open? Let's see. 2000, it was Actually, I think it opened probably in 98. Uh according to this, it opened June 4th, 1999. Okay, 99. Yeah. Okay. So, 24 years later, almost I think it's good. I think that it's still a good ride. It's just it shows its age. Of course, I'm saying that replacing Toad as as if Toad was state-of-the-art. It's not, certainly was not. But, you know, the ride vehicle did different motions, which is still kind of cool and poo. But. And they've actually overhauled Poo, the queue. They've overhauled it yeah. a little bit. It's not a terrible queue. The initial. I, I get a little nervous every time my kids touch the honey wall because of how much germs are probably on it, but... <laughs> Well, they've had a they've had a couple of things in the uh, the poo queue that they have either taken down or they've uh, like yeah. made it where it wasn't accessible right. over the years. Some of them look they just didn't look right. Let's just put it that way. The one with the gopher <laughs> and the rope pulling on him. Yeah, right, right. Pulling him out of that hole the way he looks. <laughs> the look on his face too to go along with it. All right, it just didn't look yeah. right. Yeah, I think you know what I'm talking about. You remember it? Yes. But Pooh is not one that we're going to go out of our way to do every time, obviously. So I'm not going to go out of my way to save him either, then. That's the thing. I'm not going to go yeah. save Pooh if they yeah, decide I, to change him. Yeah, I wouldn't either. That one I wouldn't care too much about. And truthfully, you know, when Disney decides to make a change, it's not just whether or not people like the previous ride. There's a lot of other things that factor into it, one of them being the cost to maintain that existing yeah. ride after so long. Right. Versus doing something new. Yeah, I think so. that's what sunk the submarines, right? It was too much maintenance. Well, supposedly for... someone sabotaged the submarines. 20,000 leagues. Uh, there's a story. There is actually a story, one of the stories out there, that the staff purposefully made it look as bad as possible. Because <laughs> they somebody was going to... Uh, running? Something like that. Yeah, it was something like that. They basically wanted... They didn't want the, to continue operating them. They they purposefully so again I don't know how true the story is but supposedly yeah. they purposefully made it seem the ride seem as bad as absolutely possible <laughs> maintenance wise on the day that that like a the crew the the guys that were coming in you know that were supposed to give their uh, update on it or evaluation on it so huh. it was a pretty popular ride though that's the thing I don't know yeah I think they just hated maintaining it the people who had to maintain it. <laughs> Right. I think they literally hated maintaining it. Possibly. So they, they made it seem as bad as possible. Right. Yeah. Well, here's here's one that might shock you. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it if they did something to the Magic Kingdom pirates. Hopefully they would overhaul it with more pirates. What but, can you do? Yeah, you know, there's there's not much you can do to make it better because it's kind of they they wouldn't spend the money to make it longer, that's for sure. Well, that pales in comparison to the original, partially because it was an afterthought. Um, yeah. 
It was rushed, right. put together quickly, right. shortened. Because Disney World was actually already open and people were like, where's the pirates? Yeah. Because the dang TV specials. I don't know who. And again, you don't have the internet, so you can't. You can kind of give them a little bit of a pass of like not having enough research or capabilities to research this, but you should have known how many people watched those specials on TV and were like for pirates. Yeah, like they would want that. Like especially after you went ahead and gave them a haunted mansion, you gave them a a copycat there, and a better one actually, a better one. (laughs) The logic they give in all these old books is. You know, that, oh, it's too close to the real Caribbean. People aren't going to want to see a ride about the Caribbean when you can just go. (laughs) I don't know whoever said that, but they were were not thinking. That was, yeah, dumb. Just like New Orleans Square, to be honest. They could have built a New Orleans Square at Magic Kingdom. People wouldn't have been like, oh, I can go to the real New Orleans. It's not that far away. No. far enough away from Orlando. And it's not that... It's not that it's, oh, I can go see the real one. Like, like so yeah, what? well, we can probably find some country bears too, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The logic there just didn't make sense back in the day of that kind of that's, thing. That's something that you would chain, that's something you would chain yourself to if they decided they were going to change country that, bears. right? Yeah. I mean, I would, I would want to save the country bears. I just, it's, to me, it's the true original that Disney World at Magic Kingdom had. Mm-hmm. That no Disneyland didn't have when it first opened, and it's really the only one except the Mickey Mouse Review, but that's not there anymore. So, is that the only one for real? It's got to be right. Or, well, maybe the submarines, but that's not there either. They didn't have that. Yeah, they have twenty thousand leagues. Didn't have Space Mountain. They had Space Mountain first, and well, Disney World. Of course, yeah. it wasn't when it opened anybody opening day or anything. But right. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That's why Country Bears is special because it was Big opening Thunder. day. Not opening day, once again, but still. Didn't it open at Disneyland first, Big Thunder? Did it? Okay. I thought it was Disney World first. I think it did. Anyway. The Kill Boats. No, I don't know. Yeah, bring those back. Bring back. I would ride them. I think it would be awesome. Yeah, it would be awesome to ride the Kill Boats. I guess they were too dangerous. Is that why they closed them? Because the one at Disneyland capsized? I don't know. Maybe they figured too much traffic on that little bitty uh, river. Yeah. I don't know. Is this true too, right? That Disneyland, you can't go to Tom Sawyer Island anymore. But at Disney World, you can. I've heard that. I don't know. I think that's true. You can do the canoes. Or you used to could. I guess you still can. They have more than one ship. They have the Columbia, right? Such a pretty boat. Ship. They should rethink that to the Black Pearl. That'd be cool. That would be cool. If they had a Black Pearl out there to ride in. (laughs) That would be awesome. You know, they did have a uh, Davy Jones. They had oh the Flying Dutchman. They had it out at the at Castaway Key a long time ago for a brief period. Nice. Yeah. No, I don't, know why, they, I don't know why they got rid of it. I mean, there probably something happened. Probably a storm happened. Put that in the Rivers of America, and you can walk down to the bottom and see an animatronic, Bar- not Barbosa, um, Davy Jones playing the organ. <laughs> As a matter of fact, That'd I think... Cool. They have on um, like a, one of the planning videos that I got a long time ago. I think when it was talking about Castaway Key on the cruise line part that I um, yeah. remember seeing that in the, you know, the, that section. So. And we will be right back. 
Calling all parents. Meet the Family Cash Card, Greenlight's newest credit card for parents. You can earn up to 3% cash back on every dollar spent. No limits, no categories, no hassle. No kidding. You can choose to auto-invest your cash back to pay for your kid's college. Apply it to your balance or send your cash back straight to your wallet. It's basically cash back your way every day. Get started today at greenlight.com. And now back to the show. All right, so kind of you know, I think I'm like, about think of roller coasters. Any other parks that you would? They're they're not. You don't really want to replace those, right? They're not really ever going to go away. So all you could do is retheme them, right? I mean, like you wouldn't think Slinky Dog would ever go away unless Toy Story Land went away. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, Guardians. That's not true. They could theme it to something else. Toy Story. Uh, could do I guess technically they could do something different, but a buzz I don't know why they ever would. I would like to save Tower. Yeah, I could tell, see that. Yeah, I could save. That's the that's the, the one. And like, if I could pick, let's just say, if I were going to pick one in on each okay. park, I would save yeah, Tower. Tower, Tower. Makes sense. I would save Everest. I would. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Everest. You mean keep it uh, from going IP <laughs> to something? Yes, keep it from being changed. Yeah, I would save. Let's see if I picked one from each park. What would I? What would I save in Epcot? Hmm. I mean, Epcot changes so much; it's kind of hard to say. There's something there I would just save. Spaceship Earth. Would it's you already been changed it too much as it is. What it is. You know what? I actually wouldn't feel. I mean, like the current in in can incantation and whatever it is incarnation <laughs> yeah the current <laughs> attraction i actually if they're just going to tweak it or make it a little bit better i don't think i would have a problem with that truthfully the land i wouldn't want as to long, change as long as i don't just totally change it yeah and i don't know how much they could change that if they decided to just go a whole different direction and do something different there i wouldn't like that Although I don't see how they can do that if they still plan on having right. a greenhouse and growing food yeah. and science stuff. Right. Science. <laughs> science yeah. stuff. Did you really just I say did. that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really wouldn't care if Mission Space no. did something different. Um, Gar- I mean, Energy's obviously changed the Guardians already, so. Yeah. It's kind of new. It's kind of hard to even fathom them changing that one. Yeah, maybe down the road they would retheme it, but they wouldn't get rid of Guardians, I don't think. At this point, I could care less if they redid Test Track. Yeah. Care less if they redid Frozen. Could care less. I could even care less if they redid Ratatouille already. Here's the thing. Although I don't know why they would. Test Track, you know, after going out to Disneyland and doing the Radiator Springs, I would. I kind of wish they would retheme Test Track to like cars. <laughs> I think they could do a better job. Yeah, I don't think that would work because they would have to change the track. You mean if they did a race Raiders out? Not necessarily. I mean, you could you could do it like a time trial. <laughs> Your lightning. Yeah, would come and it wouldn't really it wouldn't really fit in Epcot either. Yeah. But what you know? I don't know what IP does. They could shoehorn it in. I mean, they've made the IP make sense that they've used so far. Yeah. 
you got to think so though, test track's got to be quite a bit of a maintenance cost for Epcot. You wonder. Well, they've already upgraded it once. Would they? Would they try to just tear it down and build something else? No, I don't think so. Not at this point. It's got to be a money pit, though. Excuse me. It's one of the um, popular attractions of the park, though. So for now, <laughs> Magic Kingdom. Epcot has a lot of so-called e-tickets as well. At least it does now. It's starting I mean, to. Guardians would be an e-ticket. Soren would be an e-ticket. Really? Test Track would be an e-ticket. There's three right there. Mission Space would still be it an e-ticket, even be, though it's. Even though it doesn't get quite the uh, the weights that it once did. Frozen would be an e-ticket. So what is that, five now? Yeah. Ratatouille's now. And then there's Ratatouille. So there's six e-tickets once again. I don't know if, well, I guess they... That's all they build anymore is yeah, e-tickets. I suppose. It's ridiculous. I don't think I would consider Ratatouille an e anymore. but I mean... You know what my favorite part of Ratatouille is? At the end, when they go to the kitchen and you smell all the food, <laughs> no, that's my favorite. Part. I do, I do think the the concept is pretty neat about the whole like the stuff looking oversized and you being a rat. Yeah, a rat. I like the smell of it's the just, food. I don't know. I think the the think the fact that it's heavily screen based is kind of. Like it's like the the newness of that sort of attraction has worn off in that time period. Yeah, you know, the trackless part obviously hasn't. Yeah, at the time, it, but it the, was innovative because you you have the sights and the smells and the, you know, it felt. Yeah, but the 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 screen heavy parts is has kind of like it's been done way too yeah. much everywhere. That's the issue. Yeah. Too well, many like, screens. You know, screens screens are always going to be a part of things, but like like good use, once again, of taking an attraction like Guardians. I mean, that's good use of screens. Or Rise, even. That's a good use of screens. Yeah. I think Tron, right. too, will end up being... Because there's screens in the inside part, right? Seems like it. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I mean, it, it's that, that helps keep the illusion up in that For like a dark ride. coaster ride, yeah. You can hide the screens well. But Ratatouille is mm-hmm. not as dark as that. Anyway. But you know, Disney, they have done a good job of utilizing screens for, you know, like they haven't gone too screen heavy in general. They have a good mix, I guess, as to how they use them. They've been pretty good about yeah. that. For the most part. Whereas Universal, for a while there, for a while there, Universal was really screen heavy. Yeah. Although when I look at the new like the Mario Kart ride, it's a very good mixture. It's a good it's good technology, a good use of everything involved, I thought. Yeah. I was a little I got to see that ride more cuz I cuz it's hard to see, you know, what you see in the glasses versus the rooms you're going in. It's You should probably go look up I think it was Attractions magazine that did they showed one like they rode through without showing anything through the glasses, and then they rode through one time with okay. it. Like you need to see both. So, but it looks very good. Okay, I'll have to see it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be interesting. All right. Well, I think that's got to wrap it up. Did you ever do Magic Kingdom really quickly? 
Oh, did I ever say? No, I don't think you? I ever said which Keep. one would be the one I would. Should be now. Yeah. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. <laughs> no. Barnstormer. You know, so far one that they have made what I would like to call enhancements to it more than changes is my personal current favorite, the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. I would definitely not want to see it get like rethemed, I guess, or anything like that. How could you retheme right. it though? You wouldn't want to see an so, overlay either of some sort. Not really. Well, what if it's just because it takes too long, too much downtime. What if the Haunted Mansion movie does so well that they want to take parts of that movie and change the ride or something? I mean, it's possible they could do that. Well, I would, I would hope that the Haunted Mansion movie that they create already mirrors is the ride, like the ride. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, didn't they move that up to August? Right, we talked about that last week. So yeah, I think they changed it to July last. Yeah. So we'll see in August whether or not. Or July. The movie <laughs> Whichever you know, it is. Takes cues from the ride or or does the ride. I don't know. Speaking of which, I think the theaters are making a comeback. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna talk about Ant Man did pretty well, it seemed kind of Well, I mean I wasn't saying Disney, but I'm just talking about in general. People are going back. I think they're making making a little bit of a comeback. Let's go out the movies. A lot of people well, Spielberg had credited that to um Tom Cruise single-handedly saved uh, cinema, is the way he put it. With Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick. Maverick. I watched that on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the plane uh, when I was coming back from Spain. That was really good movie. I loved it. Yeah, I, it really I is. It. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, I was surprised. I was kind of surprised that I liked it as much. Yeah, because there was a lot of callbacks to the original movie. Even some of the scenes were like, okay, this is the twenty twenty-two yeah. version or whatever of of. But the it original. didn't feel like like. Like it was that you felt like the story was truly advanced. Yeah. yeah. You know it was, what I mean? It was. You don't always get that out of a sequel. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Man, it was good. Yeah, I agree. It was fantastic. All right. We're going to wrap it up there, though, and let everybody know where we all can be found out there. Well, we got Facebook, we've got Twitter, we've got Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store in which you can get your exclusive TWTM merchandise. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. As I have mentioned the last few times, we have a couple of Splash Mountain videos out there from Retro. And uh, you never know, there might be yet another one because I had tons of footage from that one that might show up here in the near future. And we have our website, travelingwithamouse.com. You can email us, podcast at travelingwithamouse.com. If you want to book your own Disney World, Disneyland, Cruise, Universal trip, you can reach our uh, travel agent friend. Her information is also on our website, travelingwithamouse.com. And that's going to do it for today. For John, my name is Adam, this is Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you will join us on our next trip. Let's hope so. Let's hope there is a next trip. See you next fall. Let's hopefully we're not like, uh, we're not living Terminator 2.